This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Cell Phone Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of Happy Hour, where we are just going to talk about movies. And just <laughs> another another yearly roundup, mainly because, yeah, you did something that I didn't think you would do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gave me a which list. Which I'm, I'm very surprised by. But I thought we would do, because we've talked about our movie traditions before. Uh-huh. Um, and I have some that I will call problematic faves, because there's a lot that I'm like, man... When you look through a feminist lens, this is a really problem. This is a big mm-hmm. problem. This should be a conversation. But I still love them. And mm-hmm. I think we have some overlapping ones. But before we start all of that, because, yes, we're going to get into movies, talking about movies and all that. It is a happy hour. This is 101, apparently. Yeah. Yay. Yes. Um, and I think, it's, is it going into the new year? Are we in the new year yet? We are not in the new year yet as it comes out, but we are after the holidays. So this is a bit of a late one. But I will say one thing I noticed... When I was watching your list of movies that you gave me, uh, is a lot of them. Christmas was very much in the background, and New Year's might have been a bigger theme. Yeah, so I think That's it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Several of them, New Year's is kind of the theme in it, um, but I love them, <laughs> and I, I will watch them throughout because if it involves snow, yeah. I assume it's Christmassy. It's kind of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that we have some overlapping movies. Um, so we're going to talk about those first. Because uh, I think Elf, is that one of yours as well? Or is that just me? Elf is one of mine. However, it is a new, I would say a couple of years ago, I saw it for the first time. So it's a new addition for me. But it is one that right. I watch every year. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's, that's one. And because of you, I think I've re-started watching Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That was never a part of my list. But then I was like, "Oh yeah, 
they existed. We really, I really liked that as a kid. Why mm-hmm. shouldn't I watch it? So that's that's yeah. two of yours, right? Do you do one and two? I do one and two. I'm still waiting for the Chris Columbus has said he's trying to release one without Donald Trump in it. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to try to put him out. I mean, yeah. it's really silly. You don't need it. Like, no, how do you get he the lobby? apparently it's bullied there. him to be in there. So I think that's yeah, that should go. Um, I, I have a list. I'm looking at my list. Okay. Okay. Like, you tell me your list. Oh, I'm, I'm check embarrassed. Out I'm embarrassed to no, admit no, this. No, no, no. This is a safe space. Okay. Thank you. Safe space. Um, okay, everybody. I watch <laughs> Elf. I watch the animated Grinch. I watch Rudolph the Claymation. Jingle All the Way. Christmas Story, which I just watched the new one today and it made me cry. I did not appreciate oh, it. Oh, was it good? Um... like remember when I was telling you how interesting I find it that when people who are younger make these really optimistic movies and then when they get older they make really depressing movies Mm -hmm. that's what we're looking at right here oh no Uh uh-huh and then Home Alone 1 and 2 Santa Claus Spider-Verse and A Muppet Christmas Carol which is like my big one that's my big one okay so that's the one I watched in mm-hmm. honor of you watching all of my <laughs> problematic <laughs> yes. faves. I was like, I've never seen The Christmas Carol. I've actually never really watched A Christmas Story, mainly because it is on so much. Literally, yeah. TBS does the 24-hour yep. that I feel like I've seen all of it. Like, I can tell yeah. you the scenes from it. The lamp, the tongue, uh, the cursing, the, the gun, <laughs> the rifle. You'll shoot yeah. your eye out. The kid uh-huh. be shoved down the, the slide by the Santa. Mm-hmm. I've never watched it fully. I've never sat yeah. down to watch it. And I can tell you all of these scenes. It's osmosis, so, yeah. So I feel like I definitely have seen it and I've just never gotten into it. That's fine. I've never really watched Jingle all the way. I think that's <laughs> so way out of my time frame that I just cannot yeah, that's okay. appreciate it. It's not very I good. I did watch <laughs> Santa Claus because my fa- father loves Santa Claus. Like that mm-hmm. was one of our traditional movies. And I like it, but because... Like, I didn't love it, and because I don't like Tim Allen, yeah. I just don't add that to my list. Um, mm-hmm. So that's not a thing that I watch. Elf, for sure. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was one of ours as well, but it makes me sad, even though it's happy. But it's yeah. too, like, all of the claymations are so sad to me that I cannot watch them. And this includes uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That's mm-hmm. the animation with Jessica mm-hmm. being Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. That's the... I will say... Burger uh, Meister, Meister Burger. Oh, yeah. Right. Everything we're talking about, which I think we're going to do a, I imagine, very funny breakdown of like, wow, look at these interesting differences in the movies we watch every year. Um, That like a lot of these, as we mentioned forever ago when my friend Katie came on and did her like breakdown of Hallmark. If you have nostalgia for a movie as a kid, watch it before you show it to your kids. I say this as not a parent, but I will tell you, Rudolph is one where I was like, damn, this is sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's fine to like watch it and then just make sure your kids know, like, you know, that hey. <laughs> you have to go through a nostalgic lens because yes. you see all these things and you're like, wow, this is a big problem. Yes. Um, same thing with my parents loved the religious stuff, including uh-huh. uh, the Walton's Christmas, which was one of the most traumatic things yes. I watched as a kid. I was mm-hmm. upset for days because a little yeah. girl got a doll that she won who she was too poor for. And when she opened it, it had a broken face. And that was traumatic. Yes. I'm still A lot of these Christmas movies are. They couldn't find each other. They were stuck in snow. It was bad. It was real Mm -hmm. bad. And everybody was so upset. The mom, they played the mom in this. And then they had the Waltons, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. They had several different characters playing the mother. The mother they placed with this one was so unkind. 
Yeah. And this is supposed to be religious, y'all, that I was like, why would, this is what I remember. I could be wrong. Why would mm-hmm. you portray the mother in such a negative way mm-hmm. for a Christian movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole different conversation. But... <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag-A-Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag-A-Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The things that I did not have you watch that I think that is on my list that you may have watched on your own that are not the same type of, I think it's more of the along the lines of your mm-hmm. favorites would be Ernest Saves Christmas. I watch mm. that every year. Mm-hmm. And Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it is a part of my tradition. I watched that with my family as well. And it was one that I really enjoyed growing up and thought it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. I watched it as an adult. Problematic, obviously. If you know anything about Lampoon, if you know anything about Chevy Chase, sexist as hell, a lot of problematic issues, really misogynistic, Mm -hmm. very capitalistic as well. Um, So all those things Mm -hmm. you can add to the bunch of this entirety. (laughs) But I I wasn't going to make you watch those, but I feel like they lean towards more of your father's a problem and or family issues or whatever, whatnot, or goofiness or uh, ignorance of men. Yeah, so that was the biggest thing I noticed because you gave me five movies, which we're about to talk about. I gave you like one, but I knew you had seen most of mine because I feel like mine are like more 
Well, in my I realm, really like Spider Verse. I need to add it to it, but I don't oh, have Spider-verse access to it. Spider Verse is excellent. Yeah, it yeah. happens at Christmas. It's not a Christmas yes. movie, but it happens at it Christmas. It counts. Oh, come on. It's beautiful. Watch it anytime you can. Yeah. But it was that all of mine are pretty much, yeah, some kind of dysfunctional family dynamic. Usually the dad is not there. And yours are much more like romance with a kind of, I would say, a hint of like <laughs> love <twist>. sucks, um, <laughs> but can work out, <laughs> but also sucks. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So, essentially, all of mine are rom-coms. Yeah. Like all of mine fall into rom-coms, which I would have never said that that's the thing. Honestly, uh, the Potter series, Harry Potter series, uh, typically is a part of my Christmas. I don't watch that. I try not to watch that because I don't want to give residuals to she who will not be named, who has come out as a lot worse recently, um, including a recent tweet of hers, I guess, poking fun about it um, and really problematic. Like, I was like, oh, she's just really trying to ostracize people during a time that a community of people are being murdered mm-hmm. and plotted against. Literally, cool. Um, mm-hmm. So that is slowly trying to slide out. It's going to be hard because it's going to, for me and for most people, like, there's so many feels to that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and this is we've talked about it many times before, but that that was a part of my list as well that I am not going to talk about as in like celebrate it. Um, definitely don't want to talk about. You should watch it. You shouldn't, especially if it's going to be giving residuals to people, which makes me sad because the actors get the residuals. Right. There's so many other people a, involved. They don't yeah. need money, but like the smaller actors in there that made it really because we saw a lot of young kids who've never mm-hmm. acted who probably never act again in these movies, and I'm sad that we can't celebrate that but whatever right. that's a whole different conversation whole different mm-hmm. one but yes mine are all ended up being rom-coms and I'm listing it off for you and you're like and, and by the way <laughs> my partner refused to sit down and watch it with me either but they are <laughs> and it is freaking heavy with Hugh Grant I don't understand because I don't even like him as a person necessarily like I don't have anything wrong with him but I'm like eh, he's fine he's an individual but yes he ends up being a chunk of this list as the heartthrob and or, you know, the the bad guy, the bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't even understand it. I did not try for it. It just <laughs> happened. I promise. I think it was just during this era where Hugh Grant was a huge rom-com star. Mm-hmm. As but I said, yes, I it called is. it the universe. <laughs> it's true. Universe. So the movies include About a Boy, mm-hmm. Bridget Jones' Diary, mm-hmm. Love Actually, I know, I know. There's so, this is a love hate movie. Either you love it or you hate it. Like there's no mm. in between. And by the way, apparently, um, the 20th anniversary of that movie just happened, and so there is an ABC special revisiting this movie. Oh. Yes, and and the impact of this movie, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, adding to that, while you were sleeping, still one of my favorites, uh, as well as the holiday, uh, mm-hmm. and it is so cheesy. That I have for all for a long time been very ashamed of this movie. Actually, a majority of these movies, I say like, oh god, <laughs> it's a but I place. love them. <laughs> yeah, I love them. So you, these were the five that you watched, correct? I think actually those are four. I also watched the Last Holiday. Oh, see, I have not watched that one. And I it's watched like, the I, last I need to watch holiday. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, because no, you saw you watched about a boy, the holiday while you were sleeping, Bridget Jones' Diary, and Love Actually. But you've oh, so seen. It's six. 
Yeah. The the last holiday is not mine because I've never seen it. Right. But we were talking about it when we were talking discussing our feminist it. movie Friday, which when we were yes. gonna do. Yeah. That's why. But yeah, so I also yes. watched that. I did a bonus one. Yes, <laughs> in I, one I weekend, to watch everybody. It. Yes, in one weekend. You did this with a friend who liked these movies, yes. right? Yes. So I she's did. Katie and I are, are here. Yeah. Um but so yes, because Love Actually you'd already seen and while you yes. were sleeping, correct? The other three you hadn't. Yes. I saw I saw Love Actually. While you're sleeping, I saw when I was quite younger. And I, so both of them, I didn't really remember. Mm-hmm. There were like a few parts in Love Actually that I was like, oh, I remember, I, like Bill Nighy's storyline, I remembered very well. Mm-hmm. I remembered like the classic, you know, cards at the end where he's pulling up the cards. That was about, oh, and I remembered that Alan McMahon cheated. But that yeah. was about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one hurt, y'all. Because it, it was that was awful. too close to Emma Thompson's real life. Mm-hmm. And then Alan Rickman passing away, it just mm-hmm. makes it even harder because he mm-hmm. seemed like a genuinely amazing person and, and you kind of fall in love with his characters. Uh, even when they're bad characters, Die Hard, which I didn't make you watch that. That's not my Christmas movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that every Christmas and then I was like, you know what? I think every like three Christmases or so. Okay. <laughs> so you spread it out. That's yeah. even better. All right. So I need to know out of the five that I've given you, and you can add the last holiday because I don't know, how would you rank these movies as to enjoyability? Ooh. Well, well big caveat, I did watch them all in one day. I think one day. Um, <laughs> so I think some of them probably even suffered do from being first or last or whatever. I, I enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed all of them. Um, I really liked The Holiday. It was not what I thought it was going to be at all. Um, for some reason, I thought they were, like, essentially doing a spouse swap. Um, <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. I know. So, I kept being like, wait, where's the... where's the?" So, I, I really liked The Holiday. I liked About a Boy a lot. Even I wasn't expecting it, but it was just so, like, funny. I love how the part I, like, died laughing is when... He, Hugh Grant just says, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> when they're <laughs> yep. like, your life is meaningless and <laughs> you don't have anybody that cares about you. And he's just like, oh, bloody hell. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's me. Um, I really liked While You Were Sleeping. It took forever for Bill Pullman to show up. Or maybe it didn't. And I was just like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be here. Where did he go? Right, right. So I had that kind of going in. Love, actually, I kept getting confused with... um that creator is also, he did Valentine's Day? Yeah, one of Very the, I've similar. never watched any other movies of his, but yeah, something along Very those lines. Sim- so I kept being like, where's Taylor Swift? Um, <laughs> I, I liked it better than the first time I saw it. I think it's good to have the cushioning of like, oh, this person does a thing. I don't know. Yes, um, yes. So I did enjoy it better than the first time I saw it. And then Bridget Jones' Desire, we did a whole episode on. I really enjoyed yes. that one, too. And it was fun to watch it with my friend who was really into it. She was really into most of them. I think she hadn't seen two of them for a long time, but she was so into it. It was really infectious. Um, <laughs> so that that was fun. And it, But it was funny because I kept commenting on, well, where's the Christmas part? <laughs> It's only, it's mainly New Year's, but the Christmas holiday. Most of them had it. It was just like very subtle or it it was like not until like, you know, the midway point or whatever it became clear. It was just funny to me because I was like, (laughs) I I can see the differences between what Samantha and I lean towards. <laughs> and I think this is, has everything to do with my like childhood trauma and, yeah. and what I was raised with and what mm-hmm. I did and didn't watch. So those movies that typically you talk about, other than Rudolph, Santa Claus, and 
Home Alone, I never really watched the other movies. Uh, mm-hmm. But so how would you rank them? What was your top? I think I liked The Holiday the most. And then About a Boy While You Were Sleeping. Hmm. Bridget Jones Love Actually. Okay, okay. Oh, and you had to watch Bridget Jones for the for the Friday movie. I liked That's it. Even funny. I liked all of them. I had fun with all of them. Like I said, again, we... Because I watched them all in one day, I do think that a lot towards the end, whatever was at the end, things were blurring together. I think the last movie we watched was Bridget Jones. Okay. Which was not smart. We should have started with that one because I knew we were going to do the episode on it. And did you start Uh, with the holiday? We started with the last holiday, actually. She was very excited to watch that one. Okay. Where would that go on your list? I haven't seen it. I don't know. They were all fun. I liked all of them. Uh, oh, we had to rank them, though. No. That's not the holiday spirit. That's <laughs> <laughs> <is> for me. <laughs> well, I don't know. I bet I could, like, you could literally ask me tomorrow after I've had more sleep, and I bet I would have a whole different ranking. I think a lot of it would be based on mood for me. Yeah. Of yeah. those. I did enjoy all of them. Uh, like, I got a bunch of good laughs out of all of them. Yeah. So I, I think, like, literally... The next day, I could have a different, a different ranking. Um, but you should watch the last holiday. You should. Yeah, I need to because it's it's up on nothing Amazon. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it. But yeah, th- this is these are some of the things that I've watched continuously that gives me like good feelings and the dra- dramatic of like oh this is the real about a boy is probably one of my favorite uh, movies because I also really love the book by Nick Hornby, mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas Hornby, and he was one of my favorite writers for a minute. Like, I read all of his. High Fidelity was his as well. Um, and so I really liked the the conversations of looking at yourself and looking at others and the up and down. If you've watched High Fidelity, you know, like, it's all over the place. And, and mm-hmm. it's calling out this dude for being a dick, essentially. <laughs> but it has a lot to do with music, too. And About a Boy does, too. Actually, there's a piece of it that is missing that's in the book that's not in uh, the movie in which uh, <sighs> Ellie who is the crush that the young boy has on uh, the punk girl, who is also in Harry Potter. Hello. Mm -hmm. Uh, They all mesh, y'all. They all come together. Mm -hmm. Um, She is in love with Nirvana. Like She is a diehard fan in the book of Nirvana. I think she may actually wear a T-shirt in the the movie. Um, And it's during when Kurt Cobain uh, has died by suicide. And Uh she goes and runs away and tries to run away. And I think there's a conversation in the boy goes and finds her, Marcus, goes and finds her to make sure she's okay. And it's this beautiful scene of him, her, like, having a, a moment and this connection and this love for a band that she really felt, too. So, I really, it's too dark. I think that scene was so dark. Yeah. Like, we can't put this in mm-hmm. the book. And, I, and from what I understand, Nick Hornby did help write the script and screenplay. Um, but it's such an amazing part to that story that I did really love this book. And because he was a part of it, like, I love the book as much as I love this movie. It could have mm-hmm. been I watched the movie first, I think, and then yeah. read the book um, because I liked it so much. I was like, oh, I want to read this. And yeah, it's, it has played out so well. Rachel Weisz is kind of like, she came in, and this is the first time I've seen her since The Mummy, I want to say, that I was like, yeah. oh, there she is. And her mm-hmm. character's named Rachel that mm-hmm. I love. And I love this awkward boy coming and how selfless he is. So it's it's it's, a, it's not a rom-com. It's more mm-hmm. of a coming of age with two yeah. two boys and uh, yes. coming to be uh, into themselves. So I loved it. I loved this movie because of that feel. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I always will. He will. I feel like Hugh Grant really. What this was his character to play, like that right. mean guy who's kind of kind of uh, um, endearing to mm-hmm. some point. But I loved his thing about like not want to be the Godfather. That's probably <laughs> one of the favorite things to the kid. He's like, no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's why. It was pretty funny because I wasn't expecting a lot of the movies <laughs> I watch uh, don't have this kind of immediate, like, mm-mm. Um, <laughs> unless you're watching A Christmas Carol, but the, everyone knows A Christmas Carol. Right. Um, so it was just funny. I had a lot of funny, like, one-liners. My friend kept being like, Dead Duck Day is coming. And I was like, the hell does that mean? <laughs> now I know. Now I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's already pretty dark uh, mm-hmm. with Tony Collette's character, which yeah. I loved seeing Tony Collette playing this character, even though she's playing this dowdy mom, and we know she's just like a big star. Mm-hmm. I think she was pretty big at this point, anyway. But like, she's played these characters because she also plays the mom in um, Sixth Sense. That it kind of threw me off to see her playing these mom characters, which I'm like, what? Because uh, she's a phenomenal actress. But yeah, her, like, it was a pretty big cast. This was uh, Nick, what's his name? The actor? Nick Holt. Holt. Nick Holt. Holt. This was, I think, one of his first movies. Mm-hmm. So British seeing accent. him going, yeah, yeah. He, he is British. I know, but I didn't know that. Oh, you I didn't, didn't know, know that? that? No, because I've only ever seen him in American movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, British. what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, this was one of his first movies, and I really love seeing him. Mm-hmm. growing older and actually staying in the acting industry. I was like, oh, look at him. I hope he's normal. I, I don't know. I, he seems normal. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, but yeah, it's one you of haven't those. seen the menu. <laughs> I haven't yet. No, I haven't. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. 
there is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But yeah, all these other films have definitely a different vibe. The Holiday is a whole different vibe. Having Jack Black playing a uh, rom-com character is kind of funny to me. It threw me off. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe this. I don't know if I believe this Kate Winslet-Jack Black connection. However, it it worked for Mm -hmm. me enough to be like, yeah, really? It's wholesome. It's super cute. Mm-hmm. Her relationship with the older man, like yeah. the love of that. Of course, they don't talk about the misogyny in the past of like all the things that happened and how he mm-hmm. was able to work his way up in MGM. But it's still like, oh, you would. I would love to hear stories like that. Like that's definitely a fantasy thing. The entire thing was fantasy ran. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Kate Winslet being Jake. Come on, she's not going to be turned <laughs> down. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Uh, no. Jude Law, I think, was trying to clean up his reputation at this point. So playing this wholesome character. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But more believable than not. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting to watch it too just because of the changes in our technology and like how you do house sharing. Um, (laughs) So I think that's one of the reasons I liked it so much is because I do, I am somebody who likes a kind of like, oh, that's new to me. I am, that's, I wasn't expecting that. And I told you, I thought it was going to be a spouse swap thing. Um, (laughs) So it was nice because I was like, oh, this is cute. And I I was glad I, I knew it had to work where they were going to be in each other's lives, like Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. Uh, and then I was like, oh, he's her brother. Got it. Because uh, yeah. they're going to continue to be in the same orbit. But yeah, I did like it. And I thought that was a really interesting job. I've never seen a movie about somebody who makes trailers. Right. <laughs> and making tons of money off of it. Yeah. But it makes sense. It's- no, it it definitely makes sense. So yeah, I really liked it. It's funny because I, um, like I said, th- these aren't normally things I would watch, but I I was I was getting caught up and like, oh, they've got to get together, and you like, no, they have to end up together. But <laughs> you're like, but wow, oh, there's so many obstacles. <laughs> there's a tie. She's going to the airport. The airport isn't everyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while you're sleeping doesn't have an airport they have a train station train station you're right you're right (laughs) (laughs) oof that one's tough too because like having to pretend and knowing there's like this timeline oh and you know I actually watched while you were sleeping and the fact that I was like they got engaged in three weeks yeah. It went from right before Christmas to right after New Year's. I was like, mm-hmm. that's a three-week span. What? That's, yeah. No one thought of that? <laughs> well, it's also interesting in that Peter Gallagher, is that his mm-hmm. name, that actor? who The guy in the coma. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that's the character's name. Who she, she had, you know, fallen for had seen. It doesn't outright imply it, but it kind of subtly implies that he's sort of a jerk. 
Yes. But he's in their family. So it's like yeah. a weird. <laughs> but that's the thing is like he is so far removed from his family. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, it's not always true. That's not necessarily why you're not with mm-hmm. your family. But that's kind of the implication that, that they didn't see him and he ignores them and he's too big for them. And they didn't know anything about his life. Except they did. They knew everything about his life. This mm-hmm. Ashley Bartlett Bacon. <laughs> but yes, and Bill Pullman. And and seeing Bill Pullman being the lead guy, he didn't play lead guy for much uh, mm. in his genre. I don't, I don't think. Maybe someone can tell me if I'm wrong. But like these, again, like you have these very beautiful women mm, playing this character. Yeah. We talked about Bridget Jones, so we're not going to talk too much more about her. But like she's a gorgeous woman. And don't get me wrong, right. Colin Firth. All day, every day, any day. Uh, hello, sir. Come talk uh-huh. to me. Um, but like pretending like they're not. Kate Winslet. Right. Pretending like they're secondary. Right. Kate Winslet is the leading woman. Like she's in leading. Right. I've never seen her in a co-starring movie ever. I don't, uh, maybe, oh, I think when she was younger that she was in a couple of them, but she was still co-starring, not like, like right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was not the not the leading woman. She was not the best friend. Right. Um, which I For found sure. interesting. So when you see those characters, like you're like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, like. Yeah. We've talked about that before, but that's one of the things that I hate that this is even a conversation, but it does burn me up because it's kind of a reality of our world about like women being defined by their looks and their sexual desirability to men that I hate when I see this, that dynamic all the time where it's like, yeah, man, it's like, oh, I can do better than Kate Winslet. I'm like, ooh, that was a joke on (laughs) She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, it was. And what's so funny also, uh, the two characters for Jack Black, Jack Black's partner, who she she cheats on him. Mm -hmm. So it's Rufus Sewell and uh, uh, Shannon Sosaman. They were in Night's Tale. So I really Mm. thought that was interesting. And I think it was around the same time that this came out, uh, Rufus Sewell plays the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, because he also plays the bad guy in every damn movie. Mm-hmm. Bless the child. I believe he was the demon in that one, the devil in that one. Um, mm-hmm. And then Shannon Sussman, she's always the, the young woman. She was a princess in the uh, Night's Tale. But I, I always connect those. Like, they're yeah. just always together. Um, mm-hmm. But I really, really appreciated that, the holiday, having that type of feel to it. Jack Black, again, unexpected. Mm-hmm. But I, I like it because he is funny. Yeah. He's hilarious. I love giving trivia stuff. Dustin Hoffman, uh, the scene that you see, if you haven't seen it, is he's at the video store while yep. Jack Black's character does the tune to The Graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, he was apparently was next to where they were filming mm-hmm. while they were eating, and the director <laughs> saw him, and she's like, do you, do you want to be... Just for a minute, and he's like, okay. So they didn't even put makeup on. They just pretty much shoved him into the scene, and that's all he did. Nice. But I thought that was funny. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think they gave him a line. He did the line himself. Mm-hmm. Like, they just say whatever you want, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's, there's that bit of a trivia. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but these, these movies have that, like, conclusive ending, happy ending. And that's what I yeah. look for in a good holiday movie. And that's why I like them. Mm-hmm. One of the most traumatic films to me, Christmas films, Prancer. Yeah, I will never watch that again. That's never. Tough. Yeah, that one's tough. That's tough. You know, I'm glad you shared this list. I'm glad I watched them. I love sharing entertainment, as you know, with people. <laughs> um, and you did watch Muffet Christmas Carol. I did. I did. Yeah. That doll for the present was horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. The future. The future. Well, the future. Talking, horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's it Scared looks like the a dementor. Hell out of me. Yeah, it's frightening. I mean, as we discussed, Christmas Carol is frightening. I think the Muppet yeah. one is the least frightening. My favorite musical number is Marley and Marley. I sing that all the time. Um, <laughs> and I have good. a whole bit of trivia about they cut out 
the song, The Love is Gone. I don't know why. I assume because they huh. thought it was boring for kids, but they've just announced they're going to add it back in. So Nice. If you missed it, if you were watching it and you're like, I could have sworn there was another song. There was. <laughs> and they cut it out. <laughs> it's coming back, though. It is. It is. Uh, so thanks for sharing your list. Uh, and thanks for watching my suggestion. <laughs> you only gave me one, and I did watch it, and I enjoyed it. Yes. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. It was fun. I had a good time. So, you know what, listeners? Uh, if you have any suggestions, we always love getting your entertainment suggestions. Yeah. Please, please let us know. Uh, holiday or not, we would love to get them. Um, and yeah, I think this is like one of our last shows of the new year. So, happy and safe new year. Um, if you're listening to this when it comes out, you can email us at stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.